The following podcast contains spoilers for Jurassic World The Fallen Kingdom and Ant-Man and the Wasp. If you proceed to bitch about spoilers after listening to this podcast, go fuck yourself. You were warned. Now here's your dessert. I like it. Welcome again to Banana Split. It's been a while. I can't remember what number this is. It doesn't matter. 34, 35. Who's counting, really, at this point? It turns up when it needs to. And it needs to right now because there's been a lot of things happening on the pop culture front. I'm Patrick. This is... Not Patrick. I'm Jay. Right. And we might have a few more of us next time, but for now, we're just, we've both seen the movies. That's all we can count on. All the other stuff is a couple of showbiz news bits. And uh, I've been to Smash. He hasn't. So we won't go too much into that. I got pissed. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone had to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's Jurassic Park and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Jurassic Park came out first. So I guess if we're going to do it chronologically, that makes sense. And also save the best to last. No one can deny, even at this point, that Ant-Man was a superior film. I mean, I like so, both. Yeah. You know, like, like people had faults with Jurassic World, but, mm. you know, I just like dinosaurs. So it's just like... Were you one of those kids that had all the dinosaurs? Just, you know, oh, I had a massive, it? like, dinosaur book that was, like, super scientific on it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, one of my kids is really into dinosaurs. and uh, It's a good thing to be into. I don't know if it's going to stick. Like, it might be a toddler thing. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he seems he knows a lot of the names. Like, I'm not... Brachiosaurus, things like that. Nowhere near as obsessed with it now, but I, yeah. I still appreciate dinosaurs. All right. So. Yeah. I think seeing Jurassic Park when it came out, the original, uh, at a certain age, it certainly burned itself into my... Uh, it imprinted on me in, in some ways. So, seeing a lot of references to that in the latest one was quite good. It was a really sad scene, which... Uh, with, where, what's it called? The Brachiosaurus. It's the Brachiosaurus, isn't it? And according I mean, to the director, it's, it's, it's the same one that, yeah. was, that Sam Neill saw. I thought the right yeah, music. Basically, it dies on mm. the island. It's oh, such a poignant scene. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to assume that you've seen it. Uh, I mean, I warned you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the, that's the one from this episode. It's not fuck destiny. It's fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck our listeners. All listener. However many are left. Basically, you're not going to listen to this for like a uh, score to see if you want to watch it it's more like you know what I've given you time <laughs> yeah it's more like you know what's our take on it uh, um, also um, I want to book you in for uh, the first Saturday of August right so you and I will go see Mission Impossible okay yeah so I think it's like yeah we'll figure it out yeah I'm down with that I do only get to see the older kid once a fortnight and we used to go watch movies and now I'm thinking that's probably not the most valuable use of our time so I've been bringing board games, and that's a lot of fun. So movies, yeah, I'll have to like cycle that back to mates and things. Yeah. Uh, so like with Jurassic Park, saw that with a friend, and the same with Ant-Man. Enjoyed both thoroughly. Jurassic Park, I might go through some trivia, unless you want to talk a little bit about what your... Um, oh, yeah, well, um, I thought... Like, it was a great movie. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's it's But it's kind of like, it's not one movie, in a way. It's sort of like three different sort of parts. It's definitely built on the, no pun intended, but the strata of the earlier films. Like, you've got that layer cake. Of, mm. you know, you can but see like, not even that necessarily. Like, apart from, like, the original, we've got to go get the dinosaurs. But, like, mm. the island, it, it seems like it's heavily just not sort of... It's pushed aside, in a way. Well, not just pushed aside. It's well, completely exploded. But, yeah, it, it's not the main focus, where I thought it would be a lot more stretched out within the film mm. rather than oh, it's half an hour gone by and uh, all the dinosaurs that are on the island are dead apart from this select few yeah a lucky few and I won't start on my problems with that but basically yeah it's it's funny where they fly across it the first time to check it out with this helicopter 
and you see some of the original Jurassic Park uh, stuff being overgrown and trampled mm. on, which you saw also in the last movie. But this time you also see the brand new type things from the last movie also trampled into the ground and mm. being sort of uh, decaying and overtaken by nature. Mm. So that was... Like, I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about the whole genetic dinosaur shtick. Well, they really pushed hard on the, oh, it's the new frontier and it's not nanotech, it's not this or that. The me- next big thing really is designer genes. Like, what I will weapons. say is what they made legit was fucking scary. Like, I'd be terrified mm. if I saw that. Mm. The only flaw I have with that thing, and because it is a quote-unquote prototype, I feel like this effectively would should work you know of the whole laser pointer that's the target you push the sand thing it kills mm, it mm. theoretically couldn't you just point it at it at itself yeah like um, no it would just attack a mirror i don't understand no i mean couldn't you theoretically point it at itself and would it not kill itself at that point i don't know you'd have to look at the science on that mm. I, don't, I don't i think it would just be confused um that was the problem that they needed time to train it and have a mother figure for it to imprint mm. on and become more socialized yes and they, the money I mean, people are like yeah. no we want to sell it now and make all the money we can just make another one yeah and so can they no but um oh, i love blue I, I went out like literally like the next day and mm. bought a blue pop final oh, yeah okay of course they have a blue pop final yeah. i nearly bought one of their standard toys that you see in the target and things like that mm. but i just yeah i, I am speaking of toys i am addicted to just the mystery pops lately what do they like you know like you don't know what you're getting yeah it's like you there's chance yeah no i have that many infinity war iron men yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure whether if i want to paint them different colors or if mm. i just want to get like a firecracker and recreate iron man 3 yeah they did explode a lot of uh, suits yeah it was like what 50 different it was mark this mark that yeah yeah i, I mean I, i've been buying them since it was uh, painful to watch considering even though it's a movie i knew how much each would be worth roughly mm. like billions per suit like the full ragnarok one is uh, really good yeah but now it's all just nanotech isn't it <laughs> it doesn't need to carry around a little suitcase or anything it's no no yeah, yeah, yeah somehow connected to him it's in his chest yeah it's crazy mm. but yeah so i don't know i'll go through the trivia um i can't believe it didn't stand out to me as much when i watched it but sam neill was asked if he would return and he said you never say never but i think it's moved on it's different times yeah i was i was hoping a to say out, him. but when they referenced um he's if it was his partner but i know he was she's, the mother, she's she's basically the mother the the, the blonde chick in the first ever Jurassic yeah. Park, right yeah i think dern laura sorry dern. for not knowing your name not like you're gonna laura dern, and find right? out anyway pretty sure it's laura dern oh maybe it you is. don't even that doesn't ring a bell no no remember here's the thing called um what's the word i'm young <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting. But basically, yeah, she gets referenced. Uh, good old uh, guy from Jeff Goldblum's yes. actually in uh, the movie. Uh, uh, ch- ch- he has one Jeff scene Goldblum. where he talks about the perils. Of, and then they stretch that out over like three scenes. Yeah, well, it's just they, they come back to it now and then. I don't know, he's not used as... I was hoping he'd actually be on the island somehow. Oh, yeah, at the same back. time, I reckon he got paid so much for that, I reckon, as well. Yeah, no, he's making serious bank, so mm. good on him. He's probably just went and bought at some cool At least he socks. came back. Like, come on, Sam Neill. I suppose Sam Neill might have read the script. That explains that. Mm. Or who knows, maybe they didn't really have a big role for him. They can't bring back everyone, obviously. But it would have been nice to have a nod. They didn't bring back the kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a kid, but those kids well, I mean, would be I mean, like, like 30-something I mean, now. Like in Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those kids. Yeah. 
Hmm. No, I probably. I. I don't think there'd be. That'd be bad parenting at that yeah. point. <laughs> There's, it'd be a little bit too much trauma mm. going on there. Well, I mean, at this point, if you're already this far in trauma, why not just go the entire way? Fuck mental health! <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear how the Mosasaurus is still alive despite being trapped in an empty lagoon for years with nobody to feed it. Even the submersible operator's lampshade, uh, how anything in the lagoon should have died a long time ago. But Colin explains the beginning of the film is set between a week or month after the first and argues that it could have ate the Indominus Rex slowly or picked off any pterodactyls, is what I call them. He's calling them pterodons that flew too close. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm guessing it's a silent P. Mm. Pteranodons. Yeah, that makes sense. Come on. So, you got to allow some elastics with uh, physics. and. So let's talk about the ending. Um, okay. They all get out and go wherever <laughs> they want. Well, yeah, yeah. That's. I feel like that's a, that's a real... It's a real issue for the next one. <laughs> well, my issue, well, I've got a bunch of issues, but the main one that stood out to me is that they're all slowly dying because of poison, this random canister of poisonous gas that's leaking. Uh, and they're stuck in these cells and they're slowly like pouring at the walls and like, we're not going to make it. And she's deciding whether to let them go. But already at that point, she's let them out of their individual cells into this big Yeah, like way. what was the point of that if you're not well, going to... My point was bit. like, let the herbivores out but maybe not the carnivores, because that's who she's worried about letting out into the mm. wild. You could clearly see there's cell numbers on the monitor. Like there's all of these banks of like, like screens yeah, with cameras on each cell, uh, which is how she knows that they're dying, along with the noise. And then she mm. just lets them all out. Like if you just, I, I just, all you had to do was let out the bloody what happened to the patchy? The safe ones. Hey? The patchy, the one that, um, not with headbutting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was still running around somewhere. It definitely got out by that point. It, it, it was so, probably the first one out. Yeah, it was get out real quick. Yeah. Like after it busted up the auction, it was just like, see you guys. Mm. So they, but that wasn't really, I think that only went for the bad guys for mm. some reason. Like Chris Pratt, it's like, well, you help me get out. So I'll let you go. There was a lot of, uh, yeah, cheat. Lazy writing. <laughs> Lazy writing, yeah. It was just like, okay, well, there's no real clear reason how this happened or that happened, but mm. it works for the narrative. So like for one that another one that stuck with me was the T-Rex is with them running down the side of the mountain, right? This is the volcano that's exploding and they're about to get eaten by another predator until the T-Rex turns up and once again saves their butt Yeah, and has a fight with it. And then they run off and yeah. jump in. They go in that little weird. And it just sort of, the T-Rex is like, oh, just walks away. You're my peeps. Yeah. I know you guys. Uh, yeah, and then if, I don't know how what know space of time there is later, but basically everything on the side of that mountain was either going in the water or swallowed up by the volcano, right? And what, they made you it... telling me a T Rex can't swim? Well, yeah, it's, it's going to be the world's smallest dog, yeah, doggy I mean, paddle. Yeah, it'd be pretty sad. So the only thing that I may be giving it is it kept running to the left, like it did the whole uh, Prometheus thing where that mm. thing's falling. It finally decided to do the smart thing and instead of running away from it and it ran left and somehow avoided the lava but then got captured by the the guys on the ship because uh, it was on the ship yeah. and they even used its blood to save Blue mm. right? a thing that my friend pointed out to me was um, if Chris Pratt in in reality was that close to lava he would have been dead already well yeah I mean his hand ends up in it at some point mm. and that's sort of ends up yeah there's a bit of the sparks flying mm. maybe it's his watch I'm not sure but, but he's basically surrounded by the stuff and jumps out just in time and even though I knew he was going to survive, it did give me a genuine... It's a real cliche. 
it gave me a genuine feeling of tension. Like I was like, oh, will he make it? Somehow they might kill him off this early. I don't know. Your natural instinct is to it's fear Game for of him. Thrones, Pat. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was. I still it was, it was some classic uh, movie moments where it got me a bit excited. What's going to happen next? And so even though you you can turn your brain off mm. and just sit there and enjoy. So so far we've had um, fuck you. Fuck yep. mental health. Yep. And a third one I want to add is, man, fuck that guy. Fucking, I thought he was a decent guy. It might have been a jab at Trump. During a newscast, one of the, uh, they call it a Chiron. You know, the sub, the running text that comes along, like the CNN, the, CNN, the ticker text. Oh, yeah, yeah. It says, President questions existence of dinosaurs in the first place. So that's an obvious dig at Trump there. Yeah, I know. But by fuck that guy, I'm implying um, the, the one who quote-unquote hired them not mm. the one you know he kills the girl's father yeah, yeah she, the, she the, turns out the, to be a genetic clone yeah the cd like the, yeah because uh, i was i was i was extremely confused because like at first he's like oh he seems like a good guy I'm gonna go rescue the dinosaurs and i'm like oh the military guys are just a bunch of dicks no everyone's just a bunch of dicks <laughs> so so you know the real subtext of the movie is people are dicks and fuck you <laughs> yeah it's it's a real human hating film because in the end they all get out and even blue who we all love is basically about to tear the shit up yeah of some innocent neighborhood but it's you know, so, you know that's like, right. it's some blue. fucked up shit happened to blue Christmas. i mean if i got shot i wouldn't be happy oh that's right uh you know how they're always spoiling things especially tom holland yeah he even uh, spilled the beans when he and pratt were working on the same lot shooting their marvel project pratt shared that tom of course knows the director, uh, because the film that... Oh, no, it was J.A. Bayono is the director of this one. Colin mm-hmm. Trevorrow is just one of the producers. Uh, because of the film The Impossible, Tom was the young guy in that movie. Oh, God, that was a sad movie. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, it's about the tsunami in, like, Indonesia. Fuck the tsunami. And, yeah, fuck that tsunami. Soon after, Bayona gave Holland a detailed account of the storyline. He shared every detail with Pratt. He told me the whole story, so I heard it right from Tom Holland first. And then when I read the script, I was like, yeah... He wasn't messing with me. This is all real. So he must have found that out like a long time before the movie. But as long as Pratt didn't go and spill the beans, then it's all good. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. So overall, uh, I liked it. Yeah. I, mean, it was I feel like it could have been time. better. Yeah. But, I, but you know, dinosaurs alone will get me to the movies. I'm, I'm guessing like a 12-year-old wouldn't have picked up on some of the stuff that as an adult you like that sticks in your... Mm. It's, you just go no that I mean the like, whole auction the way I, I know that's not how crime mm. organisations work mm. so that made it a bit like there are four ways to get me to go see a movie it has to contain one of the following or I guarantee you to get me to see the movie no matter what like even if it's a terrible movie I'll go see it either one dinosaurs two zombies three Nazis mm. not enough f- movies with Nazis lately yeah no I love Nazis I, 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 oh wow okay that is I find Nazis fascinating because that's going to be quoted at some point. <laughs> hmm. That's going to fa- fucking haunt me now. Yep. Don't edit that out. I want that there. <laughs> oh, trust me. And uh, four, anything that involves Tarantino at all. I love Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I mean, he's a bit more problematic for me now, um, but I'm a diehard, like, art over creator. Oh, with the whole like, if the art's good, Thurman I'll watch thing. it. Like, I'm not going to not watch a Kevin Spacey movie now if it's a decent movie. Yeah. Because like, I'm sure there's a whole bunch that he's in that I haven't seen. Yeah. I'm not going to put mean, it back on know, the shelf. 
If it's it's like, um, I mean, that's the reason, though. He's kind of the reason why all those uni kids are a little bit fucked up, most of them, you know? Which ones? Most of the uni kids are a bit fucked oh, up. Oh, the goonie. You're yeah. saying it's Kevin Smith. Kevin Spacey. I mean, Spacey. Yeah. We discussed this last time. It, the, yeah, the, but is he... I mean, I think that was more like the whole Brian Singer crowd. And I've, I've read a little bit about that. And uh, I think, no, there was a podcast that discussed it. And basically... That wasn't Kevin Spacey. No, no, we 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 looked. I looked into this in a yeah. previous episode that right. at, at least one of the kids was touched by Kevin Spacey. That was the original thing that came out about Kevin Spacey, and then he went, "Oh, I'm gay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that, but okay. I just don't think they were all worked on by him. Yeah, I remember yeah, he, hearing about other producers that rang um, production companies and things. Yeah, they had a whole house where they would all turn up for parties, and yeah, it was very yeah. uh, like dodgy. And hopefully. We're in a world where that doesn't happen anymore. I doubt it. Unlike Hoskins from the previous film, who can only see the killing ability of the Velociraptors, Wu correctly realizes that it's the empathetic bond between human and raptor that is truly valuable. He considers the savage, monstrous, monstrous Indoraptor to be a failure because of this, and wants to engineer the same empathy into future breeds of Indoraptor. So wait, Wu lived through this movie, didn't he? Um, that's a good question. I can't remember if he got out or not. He's a bit of a cockroach. Like he just yeah, yeah. He's got to die in the next one if he did. Yeah. I can't theoretically remember it. I don't Why know if it made a lot of money. It only got point. 51 on as a meta score on Metacritic, and about 6.6 for the uh, IMDb score. It'll get enough. I mean, it's it's all about the money. At this yeah. Point. They're not worried about reviews. Bayona and Trevero revealed the Brachiosaur left behind as it gets destroyed is the same Brachiosaur that Alan Grant saw first saw in Jurassic Park. He used the exact same animation from the original. I think it's a beautiful moment. It's sad, but beautiful, and it's so relevant. I think everyone had a little cry in the center at that point. If you I didn't... Give a fuck, fuck the Brachiosaurus. <laughs> You're a sociopath. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's been um, well established. For that to be the last dinosaur we see on the island, I found it to be emotionally effective. But then the way that J.A. executed it, the colors, the spiritual way that he shot it and finished it was actually the last shot that we finished on the whole movie. Everyone had been up all night, and he's so meticulous... He worked on that shot until he had seconds left. Wow. What, did they only pay for so many hours in the edit suite? I guess there was a deadline. Um, Indoraptor creeps into the Maisie Lockwood's room, was inspired by his real-life fears when he was younger. He stated, Having a monster sneak into my bedroom through the window was one of my biggest fears as a kid. I think it was that scene, that was kind of the first point where I was like, yeah, I can't bring my kid. Yeah, no, that, I, I that, therapy. that Indoraptor is both terrifying and ugly as fuck so it's not pretty very clever with the whole cage thing well I can't believe how stupid that hunter guy was I mean he was kind of a like an uber version of the dude from the first film who's like a clever girl and and basically he's collecting the teeth for someone it seems like the DNA from the teeth would be more valuable than him just having it as a a necklace Mm. but you know he's old school so he just wants some kind of uh, trophy trophy and um, yeah he just assumes that however much he's tranked that dinosaur with is going to be enough. Yeah. Bit of a dumb move. I mean, people are dumb in real life, but you'd think, given the amount of time you spend around dinosaurs, he'd uh, have a rough idea that maybe I should keep it in the cage. Mm. That thing is going to rip my head off, which is ultimately what happens. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't very impressive. <laughs> the first Jurassic Park to have a post-credit scene. There was a post-credit scene? Which was one that? was that? I don't think I waited around for one. Hmm, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I don't think I waited around. Oh, no. wait. Unless it was the bit where Blue turns up on the edge of this, like, cliff 
and looks out over the suburbs. I might have hung around long Wasn't enough it? for that. Yeah, I saw that. Unless there was another one, like Marvel do, where they have like two. An author's saving throw from the novel was used in regards to the criticism of Rexy's Raw. The Raw is even is now even closer to that heard in the original film. The whole scenario also makes sense. Given how Rexy seemed to be domesticated through years of captivity in Jurassic World, she rarely had any need to roar in her exhibit. Now, in this film, she had already spent four years back in the wild, which is enough time for her to redevelop the power of her roar. Okay. I mean... Well, one thing I noticed was uh, there's a scene where Maisie attempts to hide from the Indoraptor and climbs into a dumbwaiter, uh, which is that little lift thing, and it tries to pull the door closed in a clear reference to Lex attempting to hide from the raptors in the kitchen. So there's a whole bunch of scenes where it was like a perfect, almost shot for shot. Okay, yeah. Now I remember what I was going to say. Like, the the, the T-Rex roar is probably one of the most iconic noises in movies ever at this point, I'd say. Mm-hmm. This, that roar, you, you'd know it any time you heard it at this point now. Yeah, yeah. It's very iconic. And, um, like, the scene where with the girl, you just said her name because I can't remember it because I can't remember last week. I can't remember two hours ago, but that's not the point. Um, mm. I have that in common. What, like, there was a scene where she basically, she was hiding from King Suit Douchebag and she closed the dumb way to think and everything. Why not just go up or straight down, you know? Well, it's a kid. I mean, she was pretty cunning and it took a lot of nerve to survive and get away as long as she did. So at some point she was going to crack and just maybe, get, maybe, go back to being a kid and hide under her covers. Genetically altered to be more cunning. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's another big twist that you, it's revealed at some point. That she's a clone twist. of... Is it a clone of Laura Dern? It's a, it's that's a, her mother? It's a clone of... Um, the old dude who was partners with the other it's original like, dude's daughter. I don't know. It was really... Yeah, because she died. Yeah. She died. Yeah, that's right. Very sad. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sad, sad. It wasn't sad. Yeah, overall, could have been better. But I liked it. Oh, that's cool. The blue, when it was lying down and operating to pull the bullet out. And that's another one of those movie tropes, which I've since discovered is not really how medicine works. But basically, as soon as you pull the bullet out of... Whoever the victim is, they're suddenly going to get better. Like, yeah, that's not really... Most of the time, mm. you just leave bullets in. Um, it's got that weird movie thing <laughs> of, like, just get it out, and everything's going to be fine. Yeah, I watched... Um, what was the other day? I watched uh, Game Night. Mm. I haven't seen that. It's really funny. Yeah? It's really funny. I'm fucking... I heard it was a good movie. so glad I bought it on Blu-ray. Oh, you bought it? I'll have to borrow that, man. Yeah. yeah. I've got a couple of Blu-rays, but yeah. Um, I, it, it, I, I won't go heavily into it, but there's a scene mm. involving a bullet because I don't want to spoil it for Pat, and it's... Yeah, there's a gunshot scene. I I have so many Blu-rays now, I'll go to JB and buy the same ones again. I can see at least two there that I've bought twice. How do you manage that? that. I don't know how you manage Because I don't watch them, I just pile them up like a collection. It's kind of like me with uh, games lately. So, like, lately I I bought uh, Doom, haven't touched that. Resident Evil 7, haven't touched that. What else did I get? I got uh, Vampire, I've hardly touched that. Sniper Elite 4, hardly touched that. Um, Which one? Sniper Elite 4. Yeah, but didn't you play that other one that you bought a while ago, Vampire? Very little so far. I haven't touched it since. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, I haven't touched that. Okay. And there's probably others that just aren't popping into my head right now. Yeah, I've got Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. But Doom, yeah, because of the heart price thing, they're doing it at EB. Yeah, yeah. It's got to end like... soon. They've had those giant sales things on. Oh my god, EB Games has a fucking sale? No shit. Yeah, it's like, there's more. It's the pinnacle of comedy right there is just walking it's... past EB going, do you think there's a sale? Yeah. 
I like they do make fun of themselves though online. So. Mm. No, it was one of the it was one of the, like the greatest things I ever saw. It was um, EB Expo last time it was in Sydney, mm. and I was watching the Cosmo competition. One of the like the on like Sunday because I was in it Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and um, I was just sitting down watching it, and I just heard like the host John Robinson, who is a funny comedian, who I've talked to occasionally. Basically, just said this is the great best thing I've ever seen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give you the concept of EB Games. Some guy just walks out, holds up a, a red sign that just says the word sale on it. That's it? It was just that one sign? That was all it was. Fair enough. I thought it would have just been like a whole mountain of sales. No, just all, off of my memory, that's I, that's what it was. It was really half assed yeah. but it was still funny. Yeah. I saw a lot of half assed cosplay at Smash, but, you know, obviously for the hell of it. Like, just cardboard boxes, vaguely shaped like Mecha, with, like pen drawn like markings on it and things like that nice 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 see this is why i do paint yeah because it can be half fast but still looks good i don't think i've ever seen a movie on imdb that has this much trivia it's insane it's like people are writing out entire sections from magazines and just putting it straight in here a lot of stuff about the technical side of animating them yeah, fuck, I can't, I'm not going to read all this. It's like a novel. It just never ends. I'm not even halfway through. Well, then, why don't we go on I'm gonna to go, the well, subject? We will, but I'll go. I'll have a look at the goofs. The goofs are more fun. Hey, is that any good, American Gods? I haven't seen it yet, but I've read the... I'm uh, sorry, I've listened to the book, Yeah. and I quite liked it. So That's I'm looking cool. forward to seeing the series. Uh, yeah, as I like, I buy all this stuff, but then I get turn the TV on, and I'm like, well, I've got Netflix. So mm. these are more for, like, if my internet dies. I'm pretty sure American Gods... Is so. on Stan, and if not, yeah, I'll, I don't have Stan anymore. Stop paying. I'll it. find a way to get it, yeah. which and is perfectly legal, quote unquote. Won't uh, pirate okay. at all. No, don't do that. No, no, I got too much money. I don't need to do it. Ah, here's a factual error: volcanoes can erupt in pyroclastic explosion, or they erupt into lava flows, but they lava flows, but they can't do both. But Mount Sebo is just a little bit special. Oh, yes, it can. It's, they actually, mm. at that point, it's called a lava flu. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris Pratt's character Owen is trying to outrun the ash cloud, but is engulfed by it, which is not possible. After the gases are released, a dense wave of ash, superheated gases, and rock will move the fluid from the volcano, which is known as a pyroclastic flow. It's a fast-moving cone of hot gas and volcanic matter collectively known as tephra. Gee, they really get scientific on this that moves away from a volcano reaching speeds of up to 700 kilometers an hour. The gases can reach temperatures of roughly 1,000 degrees. Owen would not have survived this experience and would have died the minute he was surrounded by the ash wave. It's, it's kind of uh, weird considering you basically <laughs> described what happens to my asshole after I eat chili. Out. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> Carfentanil, that's the, like, no, that's a sedative. It has a lethal human dose in the micrograms, meaning any human injected with a dinosaur-sized dosage would have experienced fatal respiratory failure. Wu and Owen recover fairly quickly and suffer no lingering side effects. That's right, because Wu gets done with it, doesn't he? he gets, yeah, he definitely gets hit with it. Owen is tranquil... And another one where someone mentions the carfentanil. Uh, it's a 10,000 times more than potent. Like, Owen is basically immortal. He's. I don't think it's in the uh, canon that we know about but I think the writer has basically made him Wolverine okay so essentially you know how I don't know why I said essentially when they uh, they get locked in that little room and then in comes the Spinosaurus 
with a young Spinosaurus. Mm. I understand it's a young Spinosaurus and all that, so it doesn't have its spine for some reason. Mm. Ha- uh, was there more than one on that island? Because they had it at the auction, the Spinosaurus. And that no. thing was severely trapped in that room. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was a lot of things. I mean, that's, there was another Spinosaurus. The Spinosaurus is one of my favorite mm-hmm. dinosaurs. Fun fact. Hey. He briefly has his hand stuck through lava. That's what I thought. It mm. does not lose his hand or even receive any injury as a result of this. Again, I've got a I'm just conspiracy saying, theory like, that he is uh, Wolverine. Well, maybe he just is, maybe they just give him this powers of Star Lord. Yeah, you know the whole half god thing. Yeah, uh, simple quarter cops would have stopped dead. a lot of trouble. Indeed, it seems that the mansion has cell service, as used by Mills and Lockwood. But Maisie is a rich preteen who somehow doesn't have a phone, nor believably or unbelievably, any internet access. The mansion appears to have no phones, not already mentioned. No phone things are sort of get, but, like, I need Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you... Then again, when you're surrounded by dinosaurs. Oh, as we go. The film that there is a G8, Russia got kicked out of that some time ago, and if the movie was taking place in present time, it would be the G7. Yeah, but it's an alternate universe. Russia also Maybe Russia's got nice kicked out of the World Cup. So that happened. France won. Yeah, yeah. They finally did something other than surrender. Mm. Yeah, I said it. Fuck France. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. I really don't care. I would prefer Croatia. Um, the plane that takes Owen and Claire is a Cessna caravan. This is a turboprop. But the sound of the engine starting is that of an internal combustion engine. Oh, well, that's a pretty uh, minor error. Who cares? When the Indoraptor is in its cage in the bidding room, it casts no shadow, despite having adequate light underneath it. Yeah, because it's a stealth predator. <laughs> Exactly. That's a good reason, actually. In one scene, the Mosasaurus jumps out of the water. This might seem like an incredible feat, but modern humpback whales are only a bit smaller and get much of their body out of the water. Well, that's not an error. That's like, yes, that thing that it did, it could probably do that thing. Maisie releases every contained dinosaur at once, both herbivores and carnivores, yet none of the carnivores take advantage and try to kill other dinosaurs, especially when they would have been very hungry since they never got to eat anything since they got off Isla, Isla Nublar. Yeah. I'm kind of shocked. At Self-preservation of themselves takes priority and instead they band together to escape out of the underground lab before parting their own ways unless the gas was making them drowsy or weak to attack. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to them. Mm. It's, it's the gas. I, I, am, I am glad the T-Rex got one kill though. Okay. Well, of a human. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the... It was the, it was skinny... the dick. It was the dick. Yeah. It was underneath the car. I'm pretty sure, like, because it, it wasn't a T-Rex in the first scene, was it? Hmm. No, that was like a Carnosaurus. Yeah, everyone bidding on the Indoraptor has a death wish. It's pretty clear what's going to happen the instant he gets out of a cage. The sociopathic violence of the Indoraptor Rex is not a secret with the disaster at Jurassic World. It's entirely probable that some of them are bidding to keep the Indoraptor out of their rival's hands rather than having any immediate or obvious use for it. Simply taking samples from it to break InGen's monopoly and potentially reverse engineer a more workable species would be lucrative. During his testimony, Malcolm has his hands clasped in front of his face. In the next shot, they're down on the table. How dare you? Oh, these are the best. There's only two of them. Ellie Mills tells Claire that they can save 11 species. He later confirms the number to Mr. Eversole, not counting the Mosasaurus, which got out on its own. Uh, they add up to 15 species in the end end up in the auction. Nice. That's not really a big... Tells a just, lot of money. I mean, the whole thing was a lie. He could have. He was lying about everything. Maybe. And it's a lie. Dinosaurs coming back to life. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, the number of science things I've read uh, saying it's just no way you could do that with 
any kind of technology based on kind you know, of times. amber unless they come up with some really freaky tech that isn't even imagined at this point time like travel a, with CRISPR technology you can alter your genetic structure a fair bit like while you're alive not just of potential babies but you can hook it up to yourself somehow I don't know the exact science but you can change your hair colour your eye colour all sorts of stuff um, I don't know if we'll ever get half dinosaur people but anything's possible see now I'm, now I'm just going to spend a lot of money and have blue eyes screw contacts you have to take those out they, you know, pay yeah I, I, I fail at putting contacts in I bought three pairs at Supernova I still haven't been able to get one in <laughs> did you try even? Yeah, I've been trying yeah it's not easy the first time Maisie being presented as a clone of Lockwood's daughter may be confusing given the series chronology. It's meant to mention that she's the reason for the split between John and Lockwood and 93. It took place 22 years before Jurassic World and probably 25 years before Fallen Kingdom. But Maisie looks prepubescent and can't be much older than 10, so her birth could not have caused Hammond and Lockwood to part ways. It is possible that their discord happened much later. Hammond's year of death has never been specified, so he may have still been alive when Maisie was born thoroughly disproved of her cloning. An alternate explanation is that Lockwood shared his intent with John to clone his dead daughter, which drove them apart, but the cloning itself did not succeed till many years later. So apparently cloning humans is far more complex than cloning dinosaurs. Would you clone yourself? And if you did clone yourself, would is you it, have sex as with I yourself? Is it gay or masturbation? Yeah, I saw like a real... There's a guy on my Facebook. I don't know why I keep him on, but he's was not it, the brightest is it, spark. Is it me? No, it was, his name's Ivis, and he... Oh, I was. Yeah, he was basically like, you know, is it gay or masturbation? And I was like, ah. Oh. And some, one of the responses was, well, it's technically incest because it's essentially like a brother. Depending on the environmental things, you might, it'll be a different person. Yeah. Like when you're born, you're both the same, but if you grow up differently, then and he, I'd love to do that experiment on a grand scale if I was ever <laughs> like a god, but. I was about to say, like. Yeah. You want it's, clone it's funny this? when you get twins that are basically identical, grow up on different sides of the country because they were separated at birth for whatever reason and, and adopted. They do, you know, looked at them and they've bought the same car, gone into the same career field and things like that. So it's pretty interesting. Mm. They, like they have a penchant for like pink ties, whatever it is, like these weird things that are just completely arbitrary. So that's always fascinating. But anyway, we will move on to the next movie, which I was... Oh, we didn't give them scores, did we? Yeah. No, we didn't. No, it's a Jurassic Park. I'll give it like six and a half. No, I was thinking six and a half, but um, I'm going to go with seven because I like dinosaurs. Yeah, like usually it puts it over the line. Mm. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I just, there was just too many annoying clashes with reality for me, which I know it's not the kind of movie where you have to worry about that, but I think it's possible to do both. I think there's a certain number of movies that have proven that you can have an exciting, suspenseful, thrilling action-packed ride uh, of escapism but also be somewhat like oh yeah that could maybe happen given x and y you know whereas this every other scene was like yeah that would never happen that would never happen so it just for me i don't know why but like my mind immediately went to transformers and i just went well that's fucking ridiculous yeah well, that's <laughs> a great example it's just nothing could in that movie could happen or would so yeah that's much worse than that, that i don't think i've ever reviewed on here but i'd probably give it like a three or a four Oh, what tri- which one? Any of them. I don't know. Like, the first one was okay. Probably one of the better ones, but... Yeah, no, they, they, they were just awful. Yeah, the second they lost Charlotte Booth, I lost interest. Yeah, exactly. Here's the man. Just do it! Wow, that... Look, it all went red. Oh, good. <laughs> Enjoy deafness, even yeah. though this will still Fuck probably deafness. be too quiet. <laughs> hey! It's 
my shtick. <laughs> so, Sorry, Peter. I'll, I'll bandwagon as much as I can. So, yeah, we're going to move on to Ant-Man. It's Peter's death. That's why the joke worked. Yeah, so I, I really liked it. I don't know what else I can say. That's my review. It's good shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, Um. so do you want to talk about your thing or do, should I talk about my thing first? I'm just going to read out trivia again. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking God. I don't you know, I trivia. Feel, we're going to have spoilers. Um, no, not even. No, we're not. Like the, the, no, we'll, we'll, the post-credit I'll, scene. We'll bring that up first. I mean, I you think get stuck in this subatomic world, and they all go to ash. And I think it's brilliant. I mean, I was I was going to talk about the, the Johansson or the Phoenix thing first. This is still Ant Man, right? No, I was talk. I, I was going to take a, a break between the movies. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we started the review now, though, so we might as well finish it. We'll get the yeah. movies out of the way. Okay, so um, it takes what. It, like not, it's not that long after uh, two it's years. Been, it's it's, it's like two years after Civil War. Yeah, it's or just con- before two years after it's Civil kind War. Kind of concurrent with it explains why Ant Man's not in Infinity War basically because he's under house arrest. Yeah, and uh, it shows what he gets up to, which is the stakes aren't as high. Like it's not the fate of the universe. Yeah. it's just you know um, what's her name, the Wasp character, and her father and trying her to find the mother basically, and then there's this other character. I really like yeah she was cool I really like Ghost yeah she didn't give a fuck like it's a really good film with Patrick Swayze (laughs) (laughs) is that her character's name just Ghost I don't know that's what they call her that's what the pop vinyl's called it's called Ghost there you go she had a really cool outfit I'd love to cosplay it she just zips in and out of form like she just keeps becoming well she necessarily well without the suit she can't control it um I didn't expect Lawrence Fishburne to be one of the bad guys, quote unquote. Yeah, but he was... But then he turned back and then... Yeah, he was a character that... He wasn't really a bad guy. I mean, I could... As soon as I met him, I was like, yeah, he's not just going to be some old mate. Mm. He's going to be involved somehow more than that. But uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, because it is Ant-Man, it was uh, funny. Yeah, it was very, very funny, as like most of the Marvel movies. I mean, it was the funniest Marvel movie until Thor 3 came out, I think. And then Doctor Strange and uh, the Guardians movies all had a bit of humor in them, but the Ant-Man ones have really been like. I'm trying to remember, like, I don't know, like, because Guardians. What's his name? Is it Joe Pina? I always get his name wrong. Is it Michael Pina? Who? The actor that's like always. There's this one scene where he's telling a story. He gets the truth serum. Oh. He starts telling that story about what happened. The Mexican guy. It's like drunk history where yeah. You can. So there was this guy, and he just (laughs) yeah. There's all these flashbacks with. You know, Michael Douglas, on, and they're doing it in his voice, like mm. they're kind of, and I think they did that in the first Ant Man with mm. a whole bunch of other people. But to see it done by, uh, and that happens twice, where they're speaking through Michael Pena's voice, and then later on when the, the main character, Paul Ant-Man, Rudd, Paul Rudd has to basically channel Michelle Pfeiffer because she's sort of speaking through him. She basically takes over his body mm. to speak to her husband and daughter. Oh, yeah, and that was just, really funny. It was a really touching scene, but yet awkward and weird. Where There's even a moment there where they're holding hands. I was really hoping he was he was going to kiss Michael Shane. Oh, my God, that would have been... Shane? Isn't he... Shane? That's Mar- Martin Shane. Martin Shane. Yeah. Kind of mixed up with Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was just... There was some really inventive stuff, and I know they used it a lot, but the whole shrinking and blowing up of the cars... Uh, I loved I was a Hot Wheels fan and he even referenced Hot Wheels because oh, yeah. he had a little tub full of them mm. and Michael Pena picked out like the worst one in my opinion but it was pretty funny it was like a Hyundai Veloster that was purple that was really giant pipes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know whether he bought real cars 
did them up a little bit to look like toys and then stuck the tech in them. So they're not, they were never just Hot Wheels. They were an actual car. Yeah. That he's you would have to assume that. with the technology. But they're almost indestructible. Like as a Hot Wheel, sorry, when they shrunk them, they're like taking 50 foot leaps into the air and they're somehow keeping up with like, the speed is proportional. Like somehow, Yeah, the speed's as, always proportional though, theoretically. Uh, yeah. I mean, you never see a giant that runs 50 miles an hour. No, I don't know. It's I just, slow steps because like, yeah, it's called resistance. I don't think the Hot Wheels car would be as fast as the real thing. But hey, again, this is another one where you have to just suspend your disbelief massively. But for some reason, it doesn't feel insulting. Like they're, they're all... It's not like they're trying to get one over you and just go, yeah, yeah, just be quiet and go with it. They're, there's knowing winks and there's nods to it. And mm. the only one that really stuck with me was uh, the actor who plays... He play, he's in a show called Justified. Is it the, and he's also in, the main uh, bad guy? Or? Yeah, sort of. Like, he's trying to get... He's, the, he's a dick. He's a real dick. Fuck and he's got guy. a mouth. Yeah, but he gets off the ferry in like five seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I don't, and, and he doesn't get wet. It's not like he swam. Hmm. There's a scene at the end where, yeah, Ant-Man gets like super giant. Yeah. And then, like, gets back the, uh, what's it called? The, the lab. Little, the lab, yeah, which is like a suit. Yeah, blowing up the lab, that was cool. Yeah. And the guy playing the FBI agent, the Asian dude. Oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's really a, funny. I like him. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian or something. He just killed it. The whole scene where he asked him if... Do, he, do you want to get, get dinner? dinner? <laughs> but if you did want to, like, uh, it was just brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. It's awkward stuff. It was very much like from the Arrested Development. Yeah. So that Paul Rudd's on, just that sort of uh, situational comedy. Then you've got that huge... Arrested Development? Well, that's the show that Paul... No, not Paul Rudd. No, no, no. Yeah, I've got to, But it's that... Like, it's a sitcom. Yeah, I was to say, it's not... There's a lot of sitcom scenes. I don't know if anyone, any of them are in Arrested Development, but it just reminds me of No, I don't think any of them are. I, I, I know Arrested just, Development, yeah. You know, them... Uh, I get him mixed up with that guy from the Ozarks for some reason. Mm. But yeah, like, just basically... And I'm looking forward to season two. Get that thing pumping. It's as good as it gets, that show. Yeah, so Ant-Man, um, I'm going to go through... Yeah, what else is your... What are your other thoughts? What are my other thoughts? Um, some trivia. Oh, yeah, the running gag. Sorry, I have to mention this. Scott grumbles that just wearing a hat and sunglasses does not conceal your identity. It's been a running joke among fans since several MCU characters have used this technique. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, the Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Nick Fury, Falcon. They all just put on a hat and glasses. It's like no one knows who they are. And to finally turn that on its head, and obviously they're all recognised... Like, the Michael Douglas mm. character is, like, there's cops suddenly at the school. So, I like that. Where the fuck was Hawkeye? <laughs> yeah, well, they'll need to do a Hawkeye movie. He doesn't get his own movie, so... No. And no. he was spending time with family or something. So, I don't know. That's a bit of a... To me, cop that's out. an oversight. Um, it's a cop out. Almost as big in, in Infinity War as... Well, Krogs, like, the rock character. Oh, cool. Thor. Oh, Korg. Hey, hey bro. I'm, yeah, I'm Korg kind of, and Valkyrie. My name's Korg. What happened to them? Like someone said, yeah, Thanos mentions that As he let see, half go and half could stay. So maybe the other half somehow zooped out of there on a escape ship. Well, the Russo brothers confirmed Valkyrie that Valkyrie Korg. is alive. They haven't know, talked about but Korg. But how? Like Korg probably would have, if they're going to let him go, they would have been like, see you guys, I'll catch you around. But Valkyrie would have stayed, I think. She oh, wouldn't have been yeah. like, oh, good luck. As again, that's all. All I wanted was the the just the, a Korg, nod. the Korg thing, like I mentioned before. If he, like even if he had to die, yeah. he's looking at Thanos. Go, that's a nice stone, boom, boom. Yeah, anything, just 
some uh, they had so many references and I know it was a long movie and they had to pack a lot in but oh yeah I know, it's, it's a very long movie to me it felt really so the high pitched guitar chords are a repeat from the riff of a song named Ants Invasion by Adam and the Ants mm, mm. I'm, I'm gonna go off um, topic like I always do because I yeah. go on spiels as always um, you never you ever do that thing people where you just sort of like go on a tangent and you don't quite know what you're about to say next but you just keep talking until you figure out what exactly the destination is you just want to go on a tangent for the sake of it well not even that because I actually I do know what I'm about to say but I just keep extending it and just seeing how much of an asshole I can really make myself okay. appear to be but that's not the point it was uh what was it like a week ago two weeks ago they uh they finished filming on game of thrones the last season he's hoping that it is 2019 release hopefully around this time next year i'm hoping for uh and um if one of the three things happens i'll be happy if uh, daenerys wins i'll be happy if Jon snow wins i'll be happy and if the, if the white walkers kill everyone i'll be happy yeah, that's the next big uh, exciting Season eight. Mm, yeah. oh, that's, I'm gonna have to bloody get Fox Telegram once that comes out because that's one show where I can't handle spoilers. So and I don't know how to get a VPN to start torrenting it. I'm just gonna have to pony up the why money. Once you get HBO, yeah. Because what? Can you get that here? I don't know. Maybe. I think I'll so. look into it. Pretty sure it's just Foxtel, yeah. and I really hate the um, interface. So hopefully by the time season eight comes out, they've tweaked the Foxtel go interface because it's a pile of crap i assume you have it on xbox you run it off i was yeah and you couldn't even watch half the shows because they didn't work on the xbox nice so when i get it again i'll probably try and install it on the tv Mm. pym's laboratory building is not an actual building on the contrary the small size is the original size of the object it's been built of brick construction pieces and miniature models of equipment such as double a batteries for a power source and has been enlarged that's fucking hilarious yes because i do remember some things that look like batteries that's it's been enlarged to a full-size building when the owners wish to enter it without changing their own size. Mm-hmm. The giveaway is the extendable luggage handle that would have been impossible to install if the lab were an actual building. There we go. I thought that was cool. Uh, the Wasp is the second title, superhero title, to be passed from parent to child. First is Black Panther, obviously. Mm-hmm. It ends on the same day as Infinity War. Well, we all know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily end the post-credits scenes kind of that, so... Technically, mm. it does. Sharon Stone was considered for Janet Van Dyne. I want to know if Ghost dies. That could have worked. Uh, yeah, where was she? Yeah. That'd, that'd be someone Thanos would I don't think to. they'll bring her up, like, for the second... I mean, for Avengers 4. Uh, I'm not going to throw her in, surely. Yeah, I think, I, I think she we'll might be in the next Ant-Man, but I don't think yeah. she'll... Cameo, Stan Lee, the man Ooh. whose car wasp accidentally shrunk. Yeah, that was So, cool. you know what I saw today they released? No. I the poster for Aquaman. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Just a big... There was nothing spoilerific about... Yeah, there was no. nothing... There was no it, it, new information. It, it, it seems... Jason Momoa in a bunch of water. Like, yeah. With fish and all that. It yeah. seems light. I don't like that because it was meant to be a very dark movie. I want it to be a very dark movie. This oh, is the only reason go. why I'm excited for it. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's dark. Mm. I mean, not too dark. It's like DC. If you're going to do Here that, at least make it funny as well. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. It's just a bunch of fish. Yeah. and Jason Moa on a rock underwater we'll put know. that link in the uh, thing no we won't fuck you find <laughs> it yourself <laughs> that'll be everywhere on your socials yeah. most of the shrunken cars inside the Hot Wheels rally case are not Hot Wheels specifically the purple Hyundai Veloster is actually a Tomica die cast so, ah. mm. for, for a car nerd like me that is interesting the film's title is not shown on credit screen until the ending credits character Kurt refers to the witch Baba Yaga of Russian folklore the ah. same reference is made in John Wick. Yeah, I was about to say, it's the, it's the boogeyman thing. Yeah, I love that. 
I noticed that. I as knew well, what sorry. it was. I was like, oh yeah, Baba Yaga, because I've mm. seen you know, a bit of a nerd. Well, no, I've oh. Dungeons and Dragons. It's characters. Ah, okay, yeah, I gotta get into that. But I've read a little I bit. I gotta have. About. I gotta make my Discord work because I am just going to be the biggest cunt in D anD. D. Well, do you want to play on Sunday nights? We have a game, regular a regular game going on. Yeah. Roll twenty and Discord. Yeah, I know. I just gotta figure out to get Discord work if I want to. I might have to do it. Oh, that's right. You said that. that. There's something wrong with your laptop or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Just get a new laptop. You can afford it. This dude has a full-time job. I, would, I, I work five Goggins. days a week. I don't have a full-time job, but... <laughs> Walter Goggins. He always plays bad guys. That's his name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look that guy up. For some reason, I thought he was Australian, but I really don't think so. I kind of just... I kind of want to do, like, a chaotic evil character who's just yeah. super fucking dumb, and everything. he's so dumb, but he, he just actually turns out to do good shit, but he thinks he's doing evil. Uh, so it just, it's gonna, oh, okay. it just has to basically rely on me doing critical fails a lot. <laughs> yeah, I stabbed well, my buddy in the back. Critical our campaign fail. is yes. <laughs> only going to be good at the moment, or chaotic good, because we've got a um, nine-year-old playing. So we can't, can't get, go too evil. I can't get chaotic neutral, at least. No. Yeah, maybe neutral. <laughs> About to say, like, let's just put me into mm. D&D. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Lawrence Fishburne's character is named Bill Foster. That's the same name as the main character in the movie Falling Down, who was portrayed by Michael Douglas. I don't know if you've seen that. I've got a feeling you'd love it if you did. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I'll look into it. Yeah. As long as um they get back up because, you know, I've fallen and I can't get up. I don't know uh, where I went with that one. That was yeah. terrible. No, he do- definitely does not get better. It's basically a salary man, loses his mind and just does what we all, we'd all want to do. And, uh, yeah, it's just, Ooh, it's very what cathartic. Was, what was it I watched the other day? It was kind of like, because you know how, um, like battle royale games are all uh, the rage. Oh, you yeah, mean like Fortnite and Fortnite, uh, PUBG? PUBG, yeah. I watched um, a movie recently that sort of um, had that idea, but it was within like one office building of employees, and it's got the dude from Scrubs in it, the uh, the Doctor Cox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, it was pretty decent actually. I'm just trying to remember what it's called. He, call, he gives everyone like. Um, well, not everyone. He just—he's always calling Dick JD like Women. princess, yeah, and Shirley. And yeah, he, like and he just—it's uh, called the Belko experiment. That's it. And, and like mm. any, and the dude who plays like his name's John C. McGinley or something okay, like that. Okay, not John C. Riley. No, no, not John C. Riley. John C. McGinley. Oh yeah, that's the actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And um, he just—he's. He's super evil in it. Yeah. Super like well, not at first, but then he just goes fucking crazy. Just a lot of murder. It's really good. It's really good. I don't know how I got to that point, but, you know, that's what Mild ADHD does, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you watch Fallen Down, I'll watch whatever that one was. The Belko Experiment. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I'll, I like anything he's in. Mm. She lowers her mask, hangs on her chest. It's gone in the next wide shot and reappears later on. See, like, I, I don't really give a f- goofs. fuck about goofs. Yeah, it depends if it's on a- the... If it's a plot hole, that... Yeah. Well, that, uh, like continuity things don't really bother me yeah, too much continuity crew, at all doesn't bother or me or equipment visible doesn't bother me see shrunken cars a matchbox car which means that they are small they would have to be going 64 times as fast as as regular sized cars to keep up with them see this is the bit I'm interested in I did this like means that the, if a regular car is going 30 miles an hour the shrunken car would have to be going 2000 miles an hour almost Mark 3 in order to keep up but when the cars are small the engines seem to sound as if they are normal size the entire time I'm glad I wasn't wrong there. Like my hunch was mm. correct. Like that, there's no way they would be, you know, comparable. They, I've seen some pretty fast. I uh, mean, with their technology, cars. you know, you can. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just Marvel magic. You I can, did like the uh, the school scene where he couldn't grow properly or shrink properly, and he was basically just a child. 
Mm. That was funny. But um, uh, overall, I thought it was uh, amazing. Like, it was a really good movie. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a right step after Infinity War, I think, mm. because it, it basically lightened Marvel again. It wasn't the dark, serious thing that Infinity War was, though it did have its lighthearted moments in it. Yeah. But, you know, it was a nice pick-me-up after Infinity War. Mm. I'm just curious to where they sort of go through. What's from here? Like, what is the next Marvel movie? I'm really nervous about number four, because I know they're going to have to probably kill off Iron Man and a bunch of other characters from the old Avengers. Mm. And that's why they're the only ones that survived the snap. Yeah. Uh, to give them a big... They're going to have to basically sacrifice themselves to save everyone else and go back in time. It's going to be really weird. I know there were shooting scenes yeah, that, that yeah, made yeah, it look yeah. like they were back in the first movie. So it'll be like Back to the Future 2 where he goes back and sees himself Because I, I read a, I, I read a whole thing about how... Because um, in the, the Quantum Zone, yep. like it's a different thing. Like in times... Mm. relative and all that and the, like according to comics like time portals within the, the quantum zone well that's what they might bring it yeah I that, the that, that might be theoretically the device yeah. on the you know, set photos is sort of allows them all to shrink down to the quantum yeah. zone yeah because Michelle Pfeiffer said you know be careful of the time portals mm. so yeah he's either gonna he's gonna have to I'd love to see that adventure and I don't know if they'll squeeze it into Avengers 4 but mm. I've got a feeling he's gonna be in that somehow well oh uh, yeah yeah he, yeah, yeah. For sure, like him and um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, she turns up. It's going to be interesting because from the set photos, like it it is set at the original Mm. Avengers. Yes, we're spoiling it now. Like the original Avengers set, like is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the outfits. Thor's got long hair again. Loki's there and all that. Spoilers. You know, I wonder if that was his real hair or they. No, I'm pretty sure they just would have used extensions. And Hawkeye. From the set photos you see of Hawkeye, it has a different haircut, so I'm not sure if it's mm. Hawkeye from future. No, I think it'd be past Hawkeye. No, but but it's a different haircut, Hawkeye, from the original Avengers, I'm pretty sure. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not going to yeah. speculate too much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a uh, new leaked photo of Venom. Okay. Well, what's the difference? Because I thought that's already out soon. That's like... Yeah, no, but it showed, um, it showed physically Venom more. I think that comes out, what, this month, next month? October? Tom Hardy. Oh, is it? Oh, we're going to wait till October. I think. Let's see if I can find it just to sort of show you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too excited by just like a single image or a poster oh. from a movie. Unless it really gives me something new to get excited about. I mean, I've seen the face shots from the trailer and things like that. Oh, damn it, Kramer's It's pretty scary. It's pretty good visuals, but I'm still not sure about how good the film's going to be. Yeah, I thought I'd seen something like that already. Mm. Venom Came out three image days shows spot on look. I mean, he looks very much like he should. Yeah. From the comics. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't people, think could And like, it. people are going on to me about how, where's his signature logo and this and that. No, I mean, he looks when like Spider-Man an alien symbiote well. that would yeah. rip your face off mm. just by looking at you. So, you know, they've nailed it. We are also not going to put this photo in the description. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just Google Venom. I am going to be the most uncooperative person you have ever yeah. dealt with. That sounds like hard work. Yes. That sounds like hard work and I'm not the one doing it, so... Right. Uh, so we're nearly on an hour. We're going to do some brief show business news. There was a Scarlett Johansson thing you were going to bring up before. Well, you... She's going to play you, a transgender role. And there was a lot of backlash online considering the controversy about uh, Ghost in the Shell. It seems like she's decided to back out of that. Yeah. So probably a good idea because she's getting a bit of a reputation. There was a lot of memes. And For being hot as fuck, what? Other than that, yeah. Just playing roles that 
apparently these days you can't do anymore. Fucking Ryan Reynolds, man. <laughs> transgender uh, character, you've got to get a transgender to play that character. And I'm, I can understand. Yeah, like this. Everyone's so offended nowadays. Yeah, but I saw some good quotes like from transgender actors who are like, I can't go for any role. I can only go for these roles. So if a straight, what do they call it, cisgendered mm-hmm. person takes that role, then what the fuck? Like, yeah. What am I supposed to do? Um, so that, that makes sense to me. So is that, uh, they officially announced that uh, they're making Zombieland 2. Yeah. The yeah. original cast. Looking forward to that. And then doing another zombie I wanna, movie with Bill Murray. Yeah, I want to see Bill Murray in Zombieland 2. No, but he's, he's doing a different zombie movie. Yeah, but I want to see him, just a brief cameo. Yeah, okay, as a zombie. As a zombie. Because yeah. they shot him in the chest. Yeah. So if it's Walking Dead type roles, mm. hopefully. Yeah, I mean, he seems like, if anyone's going to be happy to do a cameo briefly, like, he would do that. Yeah. So... Fingers crossed. And then, um, I don't know how I feel about this next one, which is um, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, playing the Joker. I mean, I like Joaquin Phoenix. How many Phoenix. Joker movies are there at the moment that have been announced? At least two. Two. And oh. that's what I'm not sure about. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, purely because y- you've got two actors that are yeah. sort of... like. It's that, ca- I feel like the, it's bad for the character overall. It's bad for the, the entire um, franchise. Like, you're not going to know... It's just, when you've got... Movies and TVs, and you keep those separate, that's fine. Okay, yeah. I don't like it. I'd rather they do what Marvel's doing. But hey, it allows you to have an interesting flash on one screen and another one on the other. You can I happen to love slightly the different... TV show and hate the Batman, Superman, for example. Yeah. But I like both flashes, and they work in different ways. So that's fine. But when you've got two cinema jokers... Like, to me, yeah. that's diluting yeah, the brand a little bit. Mm. I mean, you want to tell and a different I story. And I assume they're sure. going to be completely different. Yeah. I, he's not going to go anywhere near what Jared Leto did or anyone else mm. and do his own thing. But I don't know. I just... While that DCEU is in effect, at least retire one before you have the other one. Like, I, I just... Like, the, the only the only two things that I know that I remember walking Phoenix from is uh, the Walk the Line, Dewey yeah. Cox story thing, and yeah. playing the Emperor in Gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I've the seen Russell him in a Crowley. few other things. I think it was in Signs. It was quite good in that. It was Mel Gibson. It was oh, the okay. M. Shyamalan movie, where the floor there's, of the... There's a twist? There's a twist, believe it <laughs> or not. Fuck. I won't spoil that one, though. Anyway, so that's... Yeah, we'll see well, how no, that goes. You, please, just give me a... Sign. What else? Got to do? Nope. <laughs> I'm not even, not even a hint. Um, so there was some news about. Well, not really news. It was something I found on Kotaku, 2007-7 Cyberpunk. Uh, there was some controversy about how much nudity is in it. Are they just exploiting the female form? But the game director said nudity is important because of one reason. This is Cyberpunk. So people augment their body. So the body is no longer sacred. It's profanum or profane because people modify everything so they're losing their connection to the body to the meat and that's why we need to use nudity in many situations yeah, so it's not exploitative at all and one thing because we haven't done one of these in too long like yeah. it's been a while since last one we did it basically uh we have a few that we classified oh, yeah, yeah. now they've, they've changed their mind and said yeah we did look like dicks yeah let's bring it out anyway I'm so. kind of annoyed at myself because I, sh- I wish I bought it when it was on like uh, game preview because it was like 40 bucks compared to mm. now it's going to cost me 90. Really? Yeah. Usually uh, pre-ordering doesn't give you a discount. No, but like it was on game preview yeah, as in like it, it was in beta. Okay, okay. Because Xbox do a thing where you can sort of buy yeah. games that aren't clearly done. 
Yeah. Like I don't know how much PUBG will run somebody now, but I like well actually it's it's still not even officially done. It's still technically in game preview PUBG on Xbox. Yeah. So, I saw it look quite cheap. It was like $20 or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, that can't be a full game, so I'm not going to bother. It's like 20 or 30 bucks. It sort of is. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's it's behind PC and uh, even yeah. mobile, which annoys me. What puts me off is my housemate plays it literally 12 hours a day, so... Yeah, she um, do, out of spite. I'm just like, I don't want to end up in the same... She play Fortnite uh, out of spite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's what I do out of spite. I know my kid plays it. I saw it pop up on my email the it's other day. It's pretty decent. Because I gave him my play PS4, yeah. so it's still logged into my... PSN account yeah. and every time he purchases anything I get an email mm. and there's been a couple of V-Bucks purchases oh yeah uh, I'm, a, I'm a big so guilty of that spends, from time to time I think it's $15 to buy a thousand V-Bucks yeah. and I don't know what that gets him um, skin you can get skins um, you can get the battle pass apparently sort there's of a skin that looks like John Wick yeah there, there was yeah. yeah that was a few seasons ago you had to okay. basically finish like a hundred challenge levels to get oh, it oh so it's not just the money it's mm. you still have to be good at the game sort of you can straight up just outright buy skins yeah and like emotes and stuff mm. yeah I'm not sure if that's wise spending on his it's part kinda, it's, hey. in, in, kind of, in the way it's kind of very similar to like um, mm. like Overwatch loot boxes and all that yeah. yeah like when I was his age all my spare pocket money was going in comics mm. Um, See me, um, it was like I got I got comics, and uh, I, there was a while that I was really obsessed with collecting the Simpsons seasons on DVD. Oh, you had to buy them on DVD. Yeah. So when I was that, there wasn't DVDs. Yeah, but, so yeah. Uh, I used to buy a lot of basketball trading cards and things mm. like that. Really. Uh, what else is happening? Patrick Stewart <laughs> is coming back as Captain Jean Luc Picard. That's my favorite thing ever. Yeah, Pat, Pat, Pat was so. buying basketball cards, and now he's just like, you know, those sports ball. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> soccer and football, like rugby. I'm not a big fan, but basketball is the one sport I can actually. Oh, okay, well, that's yeah, good. Get into that. Yeah, because that's what I used to play in high school. I'm not wasn't ever good at it, but I get it. So yeah, bring it on. And now. Thankfully, my son is obsessed with it as well, so it's we, that's one thing we can bond over. Nice. Um, Game of Ashes, so yeah, that, they finished filming. That's all done. And the prequel that they're going to start filming next year is set thousands of years before anything in Game of Thrones. Oh. So it's basically the whole War of the Dragons or whatever. So sort of, mm, it'll be okay, back when there okay. was a lot of dragons. So, so HBO in the Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead type thing, yeah. essentially. When's Fear yeah. the Walking Dead set? Uh, around the same time. Like, if you watch the first episode, it's basically a few hours before it all kicks off. Oh, so I haven't even seen Fear Maybe the even a day or two, because... And that's annoying, then. Yeah. That's all right. I mean, the problem is, and it's someone posted on Facebook about this the other day, why is there never a zombie movie which shows the breakdown of civilization, like that initial couple of hours? They might briefly do it, but I think it would be so expensive and require so many extras mm. that they usually just cut to someone who's woken up from a coma. Or was in a car accident. And you and you out. would feel very, I reckon, purge-like. Yeah, it would basically be the purge with zombies. Mm. And I want to watch that movie. How's no one made that yet? Given the number of zombie movies. I'm all for a purge in real life. Go ahead. We're yeah. overpopulated. I'm still going to build like all the sheds in the backyard. <laughs> not wait for any approvals from the council. <laughs> you stole real. that joke. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. It was from Reddit. I gave credit. Uh, okay. So what else? The fourth Avengers movie. The they finished filming, but God, how long is it going to take to do all the bloody CGI? Jamie Alexander is, you know, going up to bat for 
Chris Hardwick. I Chris like Chris Hardwick still too being much. booted from his show, The Talking Dead. Yeah, that upsets me. I'm a really big fan of Chris Hardwick. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I only saw a few episodes of Talking Dead. Oh, I was a really, I was a really big fan of it, of like his Nerdist podcast. Yeah, and um, it is on my list, but I haven't actually got around to listening. Oh to it yeah, there's so, Do you like, still he, listen to it. Oh yeah, he does stuff like like there are episodes like I listen to. So specific how's he dealt people? with this controversy? Because I have moved I, his name. I, I listen to um, essentially certain stars that I'm interested in oh, interviewing you haven't heard any since all this no like the last one I listened to was a Brian Cranston one a while ago yeah alright and um cause you know they've had to delete any reference to him from their website but yeah, yeah if he's still doing the podcast I'm not yeah that? I'm not entirely sure on that but um <sighs> yeah like cause I was a big big fan of his uh, of his show at midnight it was a really yeah. good platform for up and coming comedians and that um cause it reminds me of the season sorry thing it's like not even that bad. She just said that he gaslighted her a bit and would cheat on her and was a bit emotionally abusive, but there was no sexual assault as such. I mean, it was just him being, I, he was a bit of a dick. This is how little this really got out. I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. I still think that he, Aziz Ansari seems like kind of a dick either way. He seems yeah, well, like he'd be an like, annoying There was twat. something she was saying he kept doing, like using his tongue or <laughs> putting his fingers in her mouth or some weird thing that he was doing to her which I was a bit like ooh why would you do that that's not sexy at all mm. but other than that it didn't seem like raped she was like well I just gave him a blowjob anyway or she'd be oh I'm not really in the mood but anyway let's like she wasn't emphatically saying no I don't want to do this mm. when she finally did do that he was like okay I'll call an Uber so it's kind of like the whole um, yeah. Louis C.K. thing where he would ask women can I masturbate in front of you yeah but the problem there is that his is an established actor and comedian and career maker breaker like and he his excuse was he didn't really realize that at the time mm. he just thought he was one of the he's got such low self-esteem like that's part of his shtick mm. that to him he's always been this nerdy fat ugly kid in the playground and to him it's like punching up to go look can i jerk off in front of you that's his weird thing i'm not gonna kink shame he didn't realize that there it's would be like pressure on them funny. that they would actually feel obliged to let him do it mm. like that blows him that blew his mind um, what I'll say now so, is if um, I swear to god Bill Burr if you come out and if it comes out that you're doing nah, shit nah. I will be so fucking disappointed I fucking love you no and if it, you've listened to his podcast there's very little chance of that like mm. he pretty much bears all and uh, he doesn't get any time mm. like yeah. he's just doing he's doing his shows he's doing his TV appearances he's or doing Jim that, Jeffries I will be heavily show, disappointed um, well Jim Jeffries is kind of a dick according to if you listen to the Sam Menzies podcast uh, called The Downside. He has a comedian on that actually trolled Jim Jeffries a little bit mm. and had a go at him once at a gig because he was just being a bit of an arrogant douche to the staff mm. and she said something to him and he was just... I'll have to go back and find it because I can't remember the exact exchange but he didn't come off too well. I don't know. But he hasn't done anything truly Kevin Spacey-ish. I can't see that. Or Weinstein-ish. No, no. And he weirdly used the same kind of Louis C.K. excuse. Like, I'm an ugly Jewish kid and um, I didn't have the like I grew up poor and you know no one looked at me twice so when I finally had money and power of course I was going to use it which isn't really an excuse like he knew and he deliberately abused that power he was like yeah you can get on a plane and go home like to I can't remember her name but one of the actresses in Cairns one of the more famous women and she was basically yeah she said no I'm not going to have sex with you and literally was put on a plane and uh, not putting any more movies after that so whereas I don't think uh, Louis C.K. would have deliberately harmed 
anyone's career because they didn't let him jerk off. Mm. Like, it was just... Yeah. And it was dealt with, and he'd apologised years before it all came out. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he'll be back. I think Ansi's and Sari will be back. Um, and I'm not saying people shouldn't be or... called to account for when they do things wrong. They should own up and confront it and change for the better. But, I mean, there's got to be a point where you realise... All right, someone... You've got to be able to give some people a second chance. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be exactly. degrees of it, and there's got to be some perspective. Like, <laughs> like Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weiss, they'd be the measuring stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they're um, as bad as it gets, I think. Yeah, um, I'll next time, I'll bring Game Night for you. Blur oh, yeah. That's yeah. good. I also yeah, got... I also Who's bo- in that? Um, Jason Bateman? That's the one I always get mixed up with Paul Rudd. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the woman who is Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm just There's like, a whole bunch of... But I'll look it up later. I'm just like, yes, yes. You yeah, are, I, really I'm good. obsessed with her. Um, yeah. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, no, I remember seeing a trailer and I was pretty impressed, so... Yeah, no, um... I'll be catching that. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, and what else? A slight bit of news. And I also got, uh... I also bought Blockers. The, uh, Cena uh, movie about... When John he's Cena? To, yeah, the John Cena movie when he's trying to block, clock Blockers. Oh, I saw from. that at the cinema, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was alright. Uh, yeah, it was alright. Uh, Game Night's definitely better. And okay. then, the other day, I bought uh, Ready Player One, and then... And I never saw it in theatres, so I bought A Quiet Place, because I heard it was good. Oh, that is good. So you bought Ready Player One and... Um, yeah. yeah, I've seen both those. Yeah. Amazing movies. Uh, watch it by yourself in the dark. Especially I, I, I plan to. Yeah. Uh, so apparently they're doing, the they're doing a Sonic movie. Yeah, and uh, Jim Carrey's meant to be uh, Dr. Eggman or so Robotnik. Like, I don't know which one He hasn't done a movie is. for a long time. Yeah. So it's a 90s franchise. He's a 90s I actor. I feel like it's going to be very... Works. Riddler in Batman Forever-esque. Just that general just vibe. The, just back to the overacting. Yeah, fair enough. I feel like it might be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really like on the fence. Like I used to play Sonic a lot and I love the game, but I can't see how it makes sense that they're going to I mean, do a I love and I trust movie. Jim Carrey. Is there still anyone that cares about Sonic? I also think I could be the next Jim Carrey if I'm given the <laughs> opportunity, personally. The yeah. general vibe. Yeah. you got to make it happen, man. Yeah, you give me a comedy movie and I'll read the script. Yeah, Nothing no gives this stuff out. You got it. We got cameras these days. You can do it yourself. Just yeah, you've seen the there. dumb Scooby Doo video. Yeah, exactly. Just keep keep doing that. Yeah, I'm um, happy to help. So I don't know. That's we're just over. Well, well over an hour. So yeah, I'm thinking of how much time I got to spend to edit this. So we should probably wrap things up. I'll yeah. talk about Smash more next time because we'll hopefully have someone else that actually went. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were some issues. I heard there. it was a just a, a great big smash. <laughs> smash trying to get <laughs> I in. myself. I'm so glad that I turned up at lunch because there was no point earlier, apparently. Yeah, I heard it was very... Um, it was very similar to year one RTX. Oh, yeah, yeah, at, yeah. At the ICC, at yeah, least. Yeah, lines-wise, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was rough. Um, and just trying to move inside, especially the... We had a pram at some point, and that was just not yeah, no, no news on 2019 RTX, I'm worried. <laughs> oh, wouldn't you, you'd think that... I would definitely be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe after RTX London, um, I'm hoping for. Mm. Uh, some people think they're going to rotate between RTX London and RTX Sydney because it might be too expensive for them. But at the yeah. same time, they're owned by Full Screen Entertainment at this point, and they are worth a shit ton of money. Yeah. So, you know, how expensive could it be? Like, mm. it's not like they're losing money at yeah. these... So. Well, it's nice and far away. Hopefully, by the time it comes around, I'll have actually watched some Rooster Teeth content. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some on. stuff you should watch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Magoo. All right. Well, that is Banana Split, I think. 
for this July episode, 2018. We'll be back as soon as we can. Yes. More fun and views on things. I don't know what I'm going to watch. Uh, obviously, Venom will be coming. Oh, that's you're saying oh, October. Uh, I will away. check it right now. Okay, because I can't think of anything else that's like near on the horizon. So I'll just Mission go back Impossible. To, oh yeah, we'll catch that. So yeah, the fourth we'll of October, 2018. That's Brazil, wow. at least. Okay, that's uh, they really. October fifth is United States. They're really drawing out the um, teasers then. Yeah. Because that's I remember seeing a trailer like last year at some point. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I, I didn't read the comics that much. Oh, I'm obsessed with Venom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'm gonna get all those new Venom pops that are coming out. I think anything with Tom Hardy in it is going to be watchable. Mm. So I'm in the bag. Well, I guess uh, enjoy your dessert. Yep. Get the hell out. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you and good night.